Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the look of Patreon. <laughs> this is the look of Patreon. I'm Big Donaldson. I'm joined by Luke Moore. Oh, miss me, Mum. Oh my God, that's actually uh, we'd like quite to apologize. harsh. You. We'd like to apologize for the things we've done over the past few days on social media, on other podcasts, on YouTube, etc. We've had some pretty forthright opinions and. Uh, they were poorly thought out opinions. Well, you have, and I've so got we, Roy to so edit we, a lot of them out. So we would like to just take the opportunity to say, oh, miss me, man. <laughs> are, you, um, are, you, are you planting yourself, planting your flag right in the middle of the lightning hot uh, True Geordie versus Andrew Tate beef? I've, I, I, I saw that, the, 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 that, that kickboxing fucking nut job has got involved but um, yeah. I didn't actually watch what he actually had to say for himself but uh, Poker Stars we have terminated our contact with uh, contract with True Geordie with immediate effect we are committed to making poker as inclusive and accessible as possible they've clearly not watched the apology video <laughs> Luke no but I think you've watched a super cut of it haven't you okay right yeah yeah fine you've yeah. watched a comedy it... cut of it to make it seem funnier yeah. than it was I mean it was already quite funny but you so that's what you're basing this on I think Gymshark yeah. have parted ways as well are people listening have to this right, know okay. who we're talking about by the way do you want to describe it oh through Geordie uh, every man in a Fred Perry shirt uh, in uh, Baker on a Saturday night like every man <laughs> yeah do you want to explain holding that now? A bottle of, <laughs> bo- holding a bottle of Budweiser. Big fella, uh, big sort of gym bloke uh, who, um, who, who who basically got his career shouting about Newcastle United being shit. Um, he, uh, yeah, but basically angry men on the internet just, you know, made hair while the sun shone at Arsenal fan TV, etc. for a very long time. Yeah, uh, that, branched that, out. And all the people like that. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and made a lot of money 
doing podcasts, doing YouTubes, and it's come from a, a section of bitterness from from our particular parish. But uh, not for me. Uh, I would say that um, you know you get what you pay for. I I, um, I simply know and he's a content creator. We, he's quite funny to us for the, just for, for everything he says and does. I suppose mm. I only really know him as the worst human being to ever be in our office. So <laughs> that, that's really all I've got to say on the matter. Right, most okay, people. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is most people come into our studio as guests, um, and we have quite a few come in, and they're different profiles and most of them and i make a point if i'm in to go and say hello and all the rest of it make them feel welcome that's important and 99 percent of them are super lovely no matter what preconception you've got about them as human beings before they come in you meet them in person they're normally very nice mm. there's an exception to that and he's very much that exception uh, and so <laughs> i have no um i, I don't as, as alan partridge said about noel edmonds I, don't, I wish him no ill will, particularly. I also would not like to see him do well. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, he, yeah. he, he apologised for some things he said, some actually quite hateful comments about the, the yeah. religion of Islam. I, I, was for, I was forced to do an apology about it to save the sponsors, yeah. which he's now lost anyway by the sounds of it. And it yeah. descended into the fact that he started crying so he misses his mum. Pete finds that funny yeah. because Pete's also quite a hateful person. No, I, I no, I found that little supercut very funny because it was just like it's well that done from. It's artfully done. It was, it was artfully done. Uh, so, but we wish everyone well. You, well, you, well, you, we literally had just said we don't. So, like um, Lawrence, um, <laughs> I think he's. I, I like Lawrence. Yeah, I think he's great. Um, I, I get the feeling. I get the feeling that Lawrence doesn't trust himself as being the non-straight man. So he needs to find someone quite successful who's the idiot, and he can be the straight man again. I, I think there's a reasonable chance that Lawrence... Phones, up, phones, on, phones on, mate. <laughs> phones on, loud. Phones on, Lawrence. I think Let's make something beautiful, mate. I, I, there's a reasonable chance... I that, can spout some absolute shite. Well, no one, no one with their right mind would question that. There's, 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 um, <laughs> there's a reasonable chance Lawrence will listen to this. Uh, he's a consumer of our stuff. He's a fan of ours. We're a fan of his. Lawrence, if you are listening, we obviously respect you a great deal. You've done a great job, uh, and we have no beef with you, uh, of course. Um, but what no. I would say is this, um, to change the subject ever so slightly, um, speaking of tragic figures, Matt Hancock in the jungle. Come on. That's great stuff. Matt Hancock That's in right the in the jungle. Elon bracket. He was doing, he was doing, uh, somebody posted a picture, a video of him in the jungle doing, uh, the man can't laugh. Has he ever had a, a, an honest laugh in his life? I am the king of awkward laughs goodness on me podcasts. Like, for example yeah, goodness me yeah. ha 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 like, I'm brilliant at them absolutely brilliant spotless in fact yeah. and when I'm nervous I do them more Matt Hancock has never laughed yeah. himself like he's never laughed honestly honestly yeah, I, honestly it, it, and the reason I say it's in the Elon bracket is because it's just more of the same isn't it you've, you've, <laughs> you've chosen look whatever you think about Matt Hancock I happen to think he's a yeah. fucking idiot but if you don't that's perfectly fine what we have to accept is that he's chosen a field He's been successful in that field. He's risen, really. I mean, you know, health secretary in a pandemic, that's big yeah. potatoes, right? He wouldn't have chosen that, though, would he? He wouldn't have no, chosen that. No, but I mean, the being the health secretary yeah. generally is, is a, you know, it's a big deal. Um, yeah. Well, imagine I, how I mean, many people want to... Imagine how much luster has been lost uh, over the past, like, year, even. Like, that used to mean something. Yeah. Nowadays, no. like, we're all getting called up. You it's know what I mean? It's mad. Yeah, it's a shit show yeah. now. And I'm not saying he did a good job. Uh, many people didn't think he didn't do a good job. That's fine. My point is just this. Him rising to the very top of his profession, having a public profile, having success, having money, having all the things he 
presumably wanted. Again, not enough for him, is it? He just wants to... What he wants to do... Literally, I mean, literally, but break it down to the component parts. He wants to go to Australia, live rough with some other, you know, let's be honest, a mixed bag of celebrities. And he wants to... He knows. He knows full well, because he would have been briefed. He's probably going to have to eat a kangaroo penis on telly. And he's thinking, yeah, that's a bit of me. Because I want people to see... All I care about is I want people to know that I think I'm a good bloke and that if you really got to know me, you'd also think I am. He said it himself. He said, the reason he's going in, and this is a direct quote, I want people to see the human side of the guy behind the podium. Yeah. It's it's like, it's, it's almost as if that the modern Conservative Party are just, they're kind, they think it's some kind of wrestling match and you can be a heel or you can be a face, but as long as the crowd are watching. You know, you can cover yourself yeah. in human shit. You can be the bloke who's on in the TV show The Word before the adverts roll, eating his own pubes in a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. least you're watching. Hey, yeah. got their attention, though, didn't they? Got the attention. Yeah. Where is he now, <laughs> so the pube sandwich? It's not Matt Hancock, is it? The pube sandwich. <laughs> It could be. Imagine if, like, yeah, what a journey. I've got, I've got two. Uh, I, I did have a, like a, a fun idea. I did a fun idea. A very boring idea. I've spoken before uh, about uh, in our computer systems at school on the BBC Micros when I was like nine. Uh, you could press F eight and a picture of Bob Hoskins would appear because <laughs> for some reason the, for some reason the, the Acorn Econet thing is kind of it like it just can't be true. It can't, it can't be true. It, it is true. It is true. Explain it that makes again. Me smile every time I think about it. You, used to, you went over to a computer and they were connected by a, a rudimentary kind of uh, LAN uh, network, a sort of educational um, local area network, yeah. basically, that shared resources, basically, around a lot of computers. Very, very revolutionary at the time. It's not the sort of thing that people would do back in the day. Uh, they would... Um, you, you, you went to any computer and if you pressed F8 or F9, uh, you'd get a picture of Bob Hoskins. <laughs> it was basically just a, de- a demonstration. If you pressed F2, you'd get a get little game of, uh, like, an Arkanoid kind of clone like a bat and ball game if you pressed f5 it'd be granny's garden or i remember granny's garden but bob hoskins that's unbelievable who's who's thought of that yellow yellow brick road well i think they were just sort of saying look at the great graphics the uh acorn electron and the uh, bbc what year are we talking put a year on it it's got to be i mean it's post who friend roger rabbit because it was a picture from roger rabbit so you know do it like that but it was after who friend roger rabbit so 88 then uh, he's big in the big in the game then yeah, so it would have been yeah near near enough the night. Between 90s, in between press... Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Mermaids probably and Hook probably just before Hook. <laughs> before yeah, well before he was great he in Hook. Me, didn't he? Yeah, he really was. But uh, yeah, you, so I want somewhere on an unloved and well forgotten hard drive or probably floppy disk somewhere in the great nation of the United Kingdom. Is it a nation? It's not a collect, collection of nations, isn't it? I don't know. I don't think that matters. Um, doesn't matter. Um, uh, they'll let anyone join the union these days. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway, somewhere in the UK, there will be a floppy disk or some collection of data, a file on a server somewhere that contains that exact entity. This one kilobyte file of Bob Hoskins, yeah, that someone lovingly digitised and made available on the e- Acorn Econet, and I don't know how I would even begin to find that, but it would be a lovely little documentary searching for Bob, and it would be me going around ex-IT professionals in the educational sector of the 1990s, yeah, saying, "Where's Bob? Where is he? What would you Where call is it? Bob?" 
Searching for Bob. Searching for Bob. What's this got to do with Matt Bob? Hancock? Bob a job. Oh, uh, I had a, I had a, I had a, uh, no, forgotten. Gone. Completely it's forgotten. It's gone. It's gone. That's what, fine. What was the lead in? What was my, what was my lead in line? I can't remember, Pete. When you, if you can't remember, nobody no, can remember. No, but I don't think it's my responsibility to remember at this point. <laughs> I, I think that's not really my role in that specific moment, is it? That's the f- fourth time. You talk about me not having a bum about 50 times a podcast. I talk about Bob Hoskins on the I BBC just, Electron. I just, I am, if anyone's got a lead, by the way, I would actually quite like to do that. I, I would, if anyone has shares that experience of exactly as you've described it in their computer system at school growing up, hello at yeah. com. Let's start a community. Let's start a support group. Um, it, can yeah. be like the, it can be like the incest support group that Larry goes to in Kirby Enthusiasm. <laughs> with just a picture of Bob on the wall. Um, yeah, exactly. But I, w- I would just say this, that the, the the point I just really wanted to make about old Matt Hancock is that the overpowering need to be liked has trumped every other decision that he could have made in that situation. I think that, again, like I said about Elon a couple of shows ago, yeah. you should take inspiration from that. You should say, these kind of people, they're tremendously successful on generally most accepted terms and they're still fucking tragic losers like they're total mm. losers and so if they mm. can do it anyone can do it and it's the same i'd say the same about donald trump he's exactly the same you know far bigger scale just desperately needy desperate to be liked will say anything for attention and when you start talking about the kind of what's the political philosophy of like donald trump it's the politics mm. of grievance right it's yeah. complaining about anything that fucking went wrong and how it wasn't your fault and how you you find try and think of the next thing to say that keeps you in the public eye. It keeps attention on you. It's the same principle. That's why Elon Musk bought, bought Twitter. That's why Matt Hancock's going to the jungle. That's why Donald Trump wants to be president. I mean, he wants to be president now because he's you know indicted for several crimes. But at the start, it was because of that. And if yeah. you, if you start to make sense of that, you can understand. You know what? You're not so bad yourself. You, you're you know pretty good person in comparison. So fair enough. It's not you're not doing too bad. Yeah, but let's most of all let's find Bob. Let's find Bob. Hmm. Someone must know. Someone must have a lead. Someone must have gone gone to a school in Hartlepool or the surrounding areas that had a BBC, um, syst- uh, you know, system, and you could have seen. If you ever played like uh, magic, was it teapot, tea tea shop, tea shop? It was basically a sim game where you could um, uh, run a, a tea, a tea uh, uh, basically a cafe effectively, uh, and you could select how much. You would uh, want people to pay for the cakes and the teas and stuff like that. And it was basically like just a little business management I remember that, system yeah, I remember that. for kids. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And and every time you would try and put the uh, put the tea or coffee price up to like three quid, it would say, it's cheaper on British Rail. Yeah. Like proper <laughs> yeah. retro yeah. little reference there. That's Fantastic. Nice. I, 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 find Bob. I think the, fo- the folklore of Luke and Pete show says, you know, you've got to send batteries in. You've got to try and find Bob yep. Hoskins. You've also yep. possibly got to try and find the original copy of the Hero Quest game that gave you your first ejaculation. Oh, that's, I mean, you, you, well, you can. It's, it's just the Amiga version of Hero Quest. Well, it's still, I mean, that's, that's, they're everywhere, are they? Everyone's got that, is it? What the, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking got. about? Oh, yeah, every house has got one of them. What's that? It's the original yeah. Amiga version of HeroQuest. So no one ever says that. That doesn't exist now. <laughs> but don't talk to me like it's fucking common or garden. You may have six copies of it in your house, but most people haven't. It's a video game version of the HeroQuest tabletop uh, little 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 game. I love that game. It was, I, I like anything that's kind of like isometric, turn-based. Uh, the the people who made Hitman made a v- version of Hitman, which is called Hitman Go. Hitman Go for the uh, for, for, for the iPad. Uh, 
that was very good. Recommended. It's the game of the week. Did you on the Look and Beat show? And did you like playing the board game version as well? Because I used to really like playing Space Crusade and Hero Quest. They seemed to come as a pair for some reason. Yeah, it was kind of hard to because the only people who would actually play those kind of games with me were the sort of people who were into quite hardcore uh, role playing anyway. Not in the modern sense of it, but like yeah. like in the uh, they they would very much be into uh, you know sitting in the back of peak computers doing a um, doing a proper bit of games mastery and kind of thing. So I did that a few times and I really enjoyed it, but uh, and I had a lot of fun. But uh, I imagine the people who played with me probably didn't. No, I think you'd be. <laughs> I tell you what, do you know what, you know, you know. Um... Dungeons and Dragons has become a, so the big resurgence in Stranger Things, right? Mm. That kind of role-playing game type vibe. Um, yeah. There's in the local pub, there's about four or five pubs near me, obviously, local pubs. And the, the best one um, is run by a landlord who's a bit of a character. And he loves um, that. It's Dungeons and Dragons, right? I'm not, I'm not got fucked it there. It's called that, isn't it? Where you do like a turn-based yeah. thing and it's like a role-play thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. does that, right? And he's big into it. And he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a what's it called? A, a I can't remember what the fucking word is, like a dungeon master or whatever. Um, and he runs the game. And there's a bit right. of a scene down there. And uh, one of our neighbours is into it and all this other stuff. And actually, the Wi-Fi I have access to, in principle, is really into it as well. Although she doesn't involve herself in that particular game. But anyway, the guy was saying that um, they meet every Tuesday night. And the particular game they're in the middle of at the moment, that he's the leader of with a team of like four or five. It's been going for six yeah. years. Bloody hell. They're still going. On this quest, yeah, and I was thinking yeah. to myself, Good stuff. That's a that's a hell of a proper quest, right? I mean, it's amazing, really, to, to stick it out for so long. But I guess if it's a hobby that you do kind of every week, it's no, it's no, listen, it's no different to the old, uh, the famous uh, Luke Aaron Moore PUBG Twitch stream, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, that could be going for six years. That's every Monday night. I'm, I've now been invited to be a Twitch affiliate on that, Peter. Good stuff. That means um, that means you can make a bit of bit of coin. I think. I, I don't it? imagine I'll be. I don't imagine I'll be making any money off it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's basically right. just me going. Uh, can everyone hear me? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that was the Ramble stream last week. I, for some reason, no, the Ramble stream was good last week. I fucking enjoyed it. The stream was good, and I, I definitely recommend it. But for the first two minutes, it was just me uh, having a conversation with Marcus and Vish, not realizing that Marcus and Vish was turned down. So it's just me going, "Hey boys, yeah, fancy this game?" Yeah, and then me going. Yeah, but we sorted it out. We sorted it out, and now we know for next time. I invaded. It. I invaded that stream, and I bloody enjoyed watching you guys. I love watching you guys watch the football. It was cool. It was. It was. It was an interesting little kind of. It's. It's quite hard to do, and I think you know Twitch streaming is quite hard to do because you kind of have to balance doing stuff with talking with talking to people with giving your own opinion about stuff that's why uh, I, I said it before to, that's you know, why it's remarkable really it. I get so many wins on PUBG when I'm streaming because it's hard when you've got to look at the chat as well but I had, I've had the last yeah. two weeks I've had two out of three I play three games each week I've had two out of three wins last two weeks do you not think that it's um? You, do you not think that PUBG is a perfect game for that because you are uh, you spend a lot of your time hiding <laughs> Well, yeah. There's, if it's if it's a particular round where um, you drop in and there's no action for a while, because each game, you, yeah. if you win a game, it's, you're probably going to be on the map for like thirty minutes. Yeah, it's perfect for that. But then in one of the games, yeah. I, had to, I had to take out a whole squad on my own, uh, and yeah. I was not looking at the chat while I was doing that because I was actually being a trained killer. So yeah. I had no time for chit chat. You, you were taking on you were taking on man after man. I was it, 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 to exhaustion. Hot, almost, hot man, so. man on man action for just for some <laughs> big weapons. Action. Endless man action. Uh, let, let's have a break, Peter. When we come, but by the way, the people are desperate for you to join my stream. 
So okay. we've got to work it out. Maybe on Monday next week or something, you've got to come on um, and um, play. Okay, cool. Are you up for I'll it? I'll do it. I'll do it. And uh, I won't be funny, but you will bump up my followers, so that's what I want. Um, <laughs> um, let's have a break. When we come back, we'll do batteries, because that's the name of the game. It's a Thursday. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas. And I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening okay. to their St. Patrick's Day episode. And I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? To light, you dickhead. We're back with a look at Pete Shaw, and because it's a Thursday, we are, of course, talking all things batteries. Batteries are found in remote controls. Big ones, small ones, ones as big as your head. Not ones as big as your head. We've made it very clear that's not allowed. Yeah, true. No car batteries. No. Crying out loud. No car batteries. Um, we've got a message from... Where are the battery brands here? I'm trying to find them. Scroll down. There we go, yeah. Uh, we've got a message from Chris. So here I am. In the north woods of Wisconsin, early November, trying to plug in my Bluetooth meat thermometers and no luck. Upon opening the back to replace the battery, what do I find but these AAA beauties? Now, not sure if these are A, new players, or B, if AAA are allowable. They are. Uh, but I'm hoping I've cracked the code. All key AAA. A-L-L-K-E-Y. Please give me some good news. In other news, the pork tenderloin and chicken thighs turned out amazing. Wish you were here. We wish we were here too. That looks absolutely lovely. Great stuff. And you would have been to, did he say North Coast of Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin? Wisconsin. North Woods of Wisconsin. I don't know where that is. Okay, you've been to Milwaukee though, haven't you, right? Milwaukee. Is that the North Woods of North Woods of... Okay. Forest, Langlaid, Lincoln. They're all the North Woods apparently. What do you think of um, what do you think of Milwaukee? Do you like it? 
I did. I liked it. Yeah. Had a good barcade. Very snowy. Very snowy. Yeah, it can be. I um, can imagine. Okay, okay. So thank you very much, Chris, for sending them in. Thanks for including the picture of your beautiful looking uh, meat on the grill as well. Um, yeah. Very enjoyable stuff. Um, sadly, dangerous. you are the second person to send all key batteries in. Our friend Adam yeah. sent them in back at the start of 2018, can you believe? But he also sent them in Oof. from Toronto, so not too far from that part of the world. So maybe it's a bit of a hotbed for all key batteries, but you are the second person to send them in, so not a new player. Okie dokie. Well, never mind. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Glenn. Glenn McGroarty. Or Groati. Uh, hello, Luke and Pete. I, like most listeners of the pod, have gotten into the furious habit of opening up everything that I think might have a battery in it. Up until now, I've been left disappointed with the usuals. But today, I got a little bit excited when I opened up the back of my book light thingy. You know, the little clip lights that go on a book so you can read in the dark. Yeah, I've got one. The battery is the Super Force. And he's even included a little emoji that signifies the little bit of design that is inside the lightning bolt that's inside... Uh, uh, in, in between Super and Force. Hope there's a new player, but if not, I will continue my quest to find the rarest of batteries. Luke Moore, Super Lightning Bolt Force. Yeah, thank, good? Thanks for including the emoji in your email, Glenn, because that makes it yeah. really easy to search for it in the fucking inbox. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that uh, it's a new player. It's a new player. Right. Okay. There's no. There's no one else who send them in, so I think I'm pretty sure it's a new player. Right, okay. Well, well, well done uh, to that man. Uh, Jack, uh, hello to... Uh, no, that was... Oh, that was Glenn. Was, uh, that was Glenn. The, the last previous one was Glenn, sorry. Uh, Jack has come in with this one. Uh, hi, Luke and Pete. Listening to your show, the battery section is starting to feel like all these late-stage comic book movies, all about the origin story. Seemingly every battery... Sent in by listeners is either found dramatically in a piece of life-saving equipment or on some ancient, obscure piece of tech falling from space or in a far-flung hotel's TV remote. Well, living in Berlin, I thought I'd try my luck by simply walking around the corner to my local supermarket, uh, basically the German equivalent to Sainsbury's, and checking out the battery section. So here I present to you, in all its glory, the supermarket own brand offering, the Ja battery. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Basically German for yes, right? Yeah. J A exclamation mark jobs are good yeah uh, has anyone had the genius and or laziness to enter this hallowed competition sneaking in a new player with a really underwhelming bog standard store brand battery thanks for all the years of absolute nonsense Jack um, I can exclusively <laughs> reveal although I've just while well, you've been reading that out I had to sort through all the emails about Jar Rule and Firefest um, yes yeah, good uh, that this is a it's a new player I mean no one's done it Jack good no one's stuff, had the idea yeah. um, perhaps we don't have that many listeners in Germany I'm not sure. Uh, but Jack, yep. you have landed yourself a new player in your own words, the laziest way possible, and it still counts. <laughs> so congratulations to you. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Uh, and so we've got the end of another uh, another battery section. Shall we uh, stick in a couple of emails before we chip off? Yeah, I, w- I was going to talk about MasterChef the Professionals, but I think you might find that a bit boring. So let's do an email instead. Go on then. Give us MasterChef the Professionals. Is anyone particularly professional I just really this li- year? I just really like it. I've been watching a, uh, a food thing uh, recently, right. but I'll tell you about it after you finish about the MasterChef thing. No, you thing. go ahead. People would rather hear from you. Go ahead. The Bear. Oh, it's brilliant. I'm two episodes in. It's the really bear. good. I, uh, the guy who who plays The Bear, man, he uh, is, um, he, I think he's going to be in a wrestler about the uh, wrestling show, a wrestling show, a wrestling film about the Von Erichs with uh, oh, yeah. that man who's in everything. Um, who's got very muscular. You mean like Jeremy Allen White? Is that his name? 
Jeremy Allen White, yeah. and I think the bloke, and I think the dad is being played by the bloke who was in Mindhunter slash Ghost in the Shell, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> which will mean not a lot to anyone. But um, the uh, so that's, that looks really good. But I wonder why he had massive guns on him. It's probably because he's just kind of working out to become a wrestler. Yeah. For, by the way, have you seen have you seen film. how big um, Zac Efron's pumped up to for to play a wrestler? But he, uh, but yeah, he looks he looks like because people are sort of saying, how's he going to look like a wrestler? He fucking looks like a wrestler there. Good. God. He looks amazing. Amazing. Um, he looks absolutely yeah, amazing. As, uh, yeah, as 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 one of the. It's the same film, right? Even though, yeah, even the even the von Erich that that he's playing, he was never that big, so yeah. he's, he's he's gone over and over and above. But uh, we are. But the bear was really good. I thought it was I thought it was really fun. People were actually saying that at the start, right? I'd never seen it before, and two separate people who I usually respect the opinion of said. This is shaping up to be better than The Wire. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, I watched it and I was expecting it to be even better than it was. It was good. It was fine. Stop trying it was to get attention. Stop trying to get attention. But uh, yeah. I've 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 probably studied The Wire more than most, and I would say that that's a bit of a stretch. I, I, look, what I would right. say about The Bear, I haven't watched it to its finish yet, so um, I, I have to reserve judgment to an extent. But the first okay, episode, I would give it this credit and say. It's the most interestingly shot, probably first episode of a show I can remember seeing. It's so claustrophobic and so it does such a good job of getting across the stress of a professional kitchen in a way that I've never seen before. Now, a lot of I said that to a few people, and a lot of them said actually boiling point with Stephen Graham does that really well as well, but I haven't seen that. Um, yeah, but I really like the um, the brutality of it. The act is really it's almost. It's almost like an American kitchen sink type thing, isn't it? It's really raw, like super raw, the way it's made. Um, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's kind of. Um, I, I think it, the way it's filmed is. It reminds me of uh, Uncut Jams. It's very intense and it never yeah. lets up. Never lets the way up. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, and 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 I, I I've never understood why anyone would want to work. I mean, you work in a kitchen for for certain reasons, but um, people who really like food, it doesn't seem like the most. It, it must be very satisfying, but it's a very sort of quick dopamine hit because you're just I, constantly fucking fighting fires say, and plates spinning actually, for fucking 10 hours a day and, then, and yeah. then you just collapse at the end of it. It's no wonder everyone will fucking crank. I get it. I, I, I actually get it. I, th- I, I'm not, I don't think I'm... Obviously, I'm of the age Built now where it. it's never going to happen for me, but I, I don't think I'd necessarily be good enough to do it, uh, but I totally get the attraction of it. If you're a young, single person who really wants to make something for themselves and really wants to feel a sense of accomplishment the idea of that brigade where it's like kind of you as a little kind of crack army unit almost against the world and it's a really hot kind of intense environment i can see why people get addicted to that totally um right. and it becomes a very seductive thing if you read um if you've read bourdain's kitchen confidential he kind of articulates mm. that very well um it's not for everyone of course and i probably wouldn't last five minutes if i tried it but i can see the attraction of it for sure like people who are the adrenaline must be incredible the pace of it and stuff i totally get that i think just having joel McHale whispering in your ear that you're worthless and just, oh, God, yeah that's see, that that, that that's particularly brutal in that show that i mean that's i mean it's obviously cartoonish but it's, it's absolutely brutal well, that i've got those shitty little tattoos i was going i do have shitty little tattoos yeah. actually that they're yeah. there by design some, thank some you. people like and yes i've put chocolate on this some people like to be talked to like that um yeah exactly can i just i mean the bear is fantastic i totally agree um and i would absolutely recommend it as well but he looks like my mate al he does actually. He does Italian look. Hair. Yeah, it does look a bit like yeah. him. Yeah, um, mm. Al's very happy to get that comparison, presumably. 
Um, I ju- well, uh, my partner reckons that man's not handsome. I, I, I think he's more sexy than handsome. He's, he's got something about him. He's got like, yeah, those definitely kind of sleepy, sleepy boy band eyes, a big old conk, and, a, <laughs> and, and thick hair. I think it looks great. Oh, I've got I a big old conk like and thick hair. You never saw that about me. <laughs> Um, you need to work on your dreamy eyes. I do, I do. <laughs> um, I, I would just wanted to say about MasterChef The Professionals is that when people talk about the best TV and talk about... Because TV's amazing. I, I mean, people who say they don't like TV, mm. I, you know, I've got no time for that. It depends what type of TV you like to watch and you can always find something that's really good. So I don't think... I don't understand why you trying to want to try and sound clever, um, you know, by saying you don't like TV. But anyway, yeah. when people talk about the best TV, they almost exclusively talk about um, drama, right? Or high-budget drama or, yeah. or, or kind of fictional stuff. You know, I understand that. I've, I've said on this show before that I actually think that some of the best TV ever made is of the documentary slash almost, almost, not quite reality, but fly-on-the-wall type stuff, right? Right. And, um, and I, would, I would always use Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares, the original British version of that is a genuine like amazing piece of tv and if you go back and watch it now it's so compelling it's incredible i don't think it should be treated as inferior because it's not a drama or a comedy or whatever if you look at master chef the professionals if you look at the um the thing they do in the first round which is the skills test where they basically get a chef to come in completely blind in front of marcus waring one of the best chefs in the uk um Mm. Anna Hoare, who's the new judge on there, who's obviously quite a tough character and really well-respected, and say, you've got 20 minutes, cook that in front of us with all the cameras and everything, and see how they react to that pressure is mm. incredibly uh, insightful and addictive TV. Like, I, I honestly think that particular mechanic is some of the most interesting TV you'll see anywhere and that's what I want to say about Marsha to professionals. It's just such a, it's just such a good idea. It's like it's a great idea because it's so simple and so unalloyed and so raw that you see how people deal with that pressure. I find it absolutely fascinating. So I would say, don't dismiss TV that's not, you know, fucking The Wire or House of the Dragon or whatever. All of which I love as well because you can find some really good stuff in shows like that. I would say. Yeah, I. You said the um, same about Soccer M. You said the same about you go see people do skills on Soccer M. You love all that stuff, right? It's the same principle. I do. I love watching. I love watching professional footballers do drills. I could watch that for fucking days because it's real. I'm because watching... it's, like, it's fascinating because it's yeah. like something you can't do, right? Yeah. Well, I steady on. Sorry, mate. That I'm was not, a bit disrespectful I, yeah, to a man of your talent. I but, you know. I played football at the weekend. Got another man of the match uh, performance in bins. Why are you in uh, bins? Because I'm not good enough. Stop! To stop! Go. Try, you're such no, a people I, pleaser. I know because I say they, we need someone in bins. And I say, all right, yeah, cool, I'll go in because um, we're down two goalkeepers. And uh, yeah, I played all right, played all right. Got covered in mud. Uh, what did take off the shine was uh, the, the person who rounded me and put it in the net uh, last. Uh, was fifty nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, How'd you know I thought I played very well. He's he's absolutely he absolutely rinsed me and uh, How'd you know put his it age? past me fifty nine. Um, you say that as he's running back bit, with the ball it, under his arm. I'm fifty nine. <laughs> <laughs> when I was talking to him on the way back, I went, oh, fucking, you know, he's got oh, great saves, keeps, and I was chatting, and I was like, how long have you played for this team? He went, oh, I've just joined from another team. Uh, I just want to keep playing because I'm nearly 60. I was like, what? <laughs> what? I think it's, fucking do you know what? League. I think seeing yeah. you in bins in a veterans league, to me personally, if you'd if indulge me with an analogy, I, um, I think it's like going to the uncharted parts of Papua New Guinea, Finding yeah. a beautiful bird of paradise <laughs> and putting it in a cage. Is it going to yeah. sing as sweetly? I would argue no. Get Donaldson, yeah. 
Get him out on the wing. Yeah. Get him hugging that touchline and watch him go. That's what I would say. Who's 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 banging the big uh, the big symbol tonight? Is it Slash from Guns and yeah, Roses? Yeah, exactly. Rubbish. Exactly. What? What Slash? a waste. Slash is on I triangle. Come here for that. Outrageous. <laughs> Oh, what's that? You've got, you've got, you've got uh, peak Al Pacino, and you're giving him a walk-on part in the background. <laughs> what? Do what? Big Big great ass. I um, I remember once being a kid playing for a team. Must be about fifteen or sixteen. And a new kid came along to play, and um, yeah. he um, it was before a training session, and um, he got introduced to the team. And yeah. obviously it's a bit difficult because, you know, you're 16, it's a little bit kind of, you know, whatever. You know, you're just teenage boys, right? And so it can be a bit clicky and all the rest of the stuff that it was. And I'm sure I was the, by far the worst uh, the worst kind of um, culprit. But seriously, this kid was so, so high on confidence. Like, he's coming to a new team, he'd never met anyone before. Mm. And the manager introduced him and everything. And then went, um, so yeah, where do you... Um, where you play? What's your position? You know, so we can get training underway. And he literally said to the manager and in front of everyone else... Just watch me go. Just watch me and he go. was shit as well. Like, he wasn't even a good player. Yeah. I, it's always fun when that happens. Because you, because you, when I joined this team, I, they went, where do you play? I went, just put me anywhere. I mean, just put me anywhere. And I went, centre-back? I went, well, not there. <laughs> I'm tiny. Look at me. I'm happy to be here, uh, but I'm not going centre-back. I'm happy. I'm not that happy. Yeah. You won't be happy when yeah. this happens. But, yeah. So I've just been playing left-back. Enjoyed it. Good. Enjoyed it. I don't fun, want to see you in goal anymore. I think I'll speak on behalf don't of everyone when I say that. Bends. I don't want to no. see it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's go. Let's get out of here. We'll be let's back on Monday um, with more of this. Um, 59. 59 Let's years old. I, I hope I'm not doing this one on 59. Oh, I miss me, Mum. Right. <laughs> uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. <laughs> See you later. See you later. Sorry about all the nasty racism. Bye. Please don't leave us adverts. Bye. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to their St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids 
in Wizard Jewels, which is <laughs> a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yep. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? It's a light, you dickhead.